Hello everyone and welcome to my podcast. This episode is called Let's Be Healthy and I am Federica. I'm 16 years old and today I'm here to have a chat about the mentality that goes around being healthy by putting a focus on sport and nutrition. There are so many interesting aspects regarding this topic. I'll try to be as specific and as correct as I can be, but always remember that I am just a teenager, a student, and I don't have any kind of certification or degree. But now, let's get started. Nutrition. Let's start from there. Lately, I've been feeling like in my For You page on TikTok or on my YouTube Recommended, there are literally only people who give tips on how to lose weight, how to achieve a Victoria's Secret Angel body, how to lose fat here, how to lose fat there, etc, etc. Besides these, there are the classic what I eat in a day kind of videos and stuff like that. Yes, they are in my For You page and in my Recommended because I watch them but some of these videos are really enjoyable. They actually give good tips and convey great and wholesome vibes, as well as body positivity and body acceptance messages. On the other hand, there are people who spread toxic messages and make the viewers feel bad about the way they look or how they eat. Impressionable people could develop unhealthy relationships with food, which, in the worst of scenarios, over time, might bring people to have eating disorders or disordered eating. I also have to admit that sometimes teens post videos encouraging wrong and unhealthy eating behaviors without even noticing, because they see them as normal and healthy, when in reality they are not. And yes, those people need to be helped by an expert, not supported in directions. In all of the alright videos, You can see that the person giving advice on diet that allows you to feel good and be healthy encourages a varied and balanced diet. Oh, and before I said teens, but it could literally be anyone. Adults. Also, not only teens. Consuming a healthy diet throughout the life course helps to prevent malnutrition in all its forms, as well as a range of non-communicable diseases and conditions. People are now consuming more foods high in energy, fats, free sugars and salt sodium. And many people do not eat enough fruit, vegetables and other dietary fiber, such as, such as whole grains. The exact makeup of a diversified, balanced and healthy diet will vary depending on the individual characteristics, cultural context and locally available foods and dietary customs. Nevertheless, The basic principles of what constitutes a healthy diet remain the same. A healthy diet includes fruit, vegetables, legumes, nuts and whole grains. At least 5 portions of fruit and vegetables per day. Less than 10% of total energy intake from free sugars. Free sugars are all the sugars added to foods or drinks by the manufacturer, cook or consumer as well as sugars naturally present in honey, syrups, fruit juices and fruit juice concentrates. Less than 30% of total energy intake from fats, unsaturated fats found in fish, avocado and nuts, and in some flour, soybean, canola and olive oils, are preferable to saturated fats, which are found in fatty meat, butter, palm and coconut oil, cream, cheese, ghee and lard and trans fats of all kinds. 
In particular, industrially produced trans fats are not part of a healthy diet and should be avoided. Less than 5 grams of salt per day. In this massive list that I've just read, which is from the World Health Organization, you can see that being healthy doesn't mean that you can never ever have a slice of pizza again because it contains too many trans fats. Everything you have to do is be aware of what you eat, know how that particular food will make you feel after and while you're eating it, and control the portions. In my view, mindful eating could seem hard at first, but in the end it could become the perfect way to understand what your body needs. Always listen to what your body is telling you, and do not forget to drink water, at least 2 liters per day, but it depends on the person. Healthy eating can lead to major improvements in health and well-being. However, for some people, the focus on it can become obsessive and develop into an eating disorder known as orthorexia. Although not formally recognized in the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual, awareness about orthorexia is on the rise. Like other eating disorders, it can have severe consequences. Orthorexia or orthorexia nervosa is an eating disorder that involves an unhealthy obsession with healthy eating. Unlike other eating disorders, orthorexia mostly revolves around food quality, not quantity, and people with this disorder have an extreme fixation with the purity of their foods. Research on the precise causes of orthorexia is sparse, but obsessive-compulsive tendencies and former or current eating disorders are known risk factors. Other risk factors include tendencies toward perfectionism, high anxiety or a need of control. Several studies also report that individuals focused on health for their career might have a higher risk of, for developing orthorexia. Although you may begin a diet simply intending to improve your health, this focus can become more extreme. One diagnostic framework for orthorexia looks for an obsessive focus on healthy eating and behaviors that disrupt daily life. Orthorexia is expected to result in medical complications similar to those linked to the other eating disorders. A constant preoccupation with healthy eating can have negative psychological effects and is linked to impaired brain function. The rigid eating patterns, intrusive food-related thoughts and feelings of moral superiority can have negative social effects. There are several ways to treat orthorexia. Seeking help for, from a healthcare provider is strongly recommended. Being mindful of the foods you eat and how they affect your health is generally regarded as a good thing. However, for some people there is a fine line between healthy eating and developing an eating disorder. If your current healthy diet negatively affects your health, psychological well-being or social life, it's possible that your focus on health has, tra has transformed into orthorexia. This disorder can have life-threatening consequences and shouldn't be taken lightly. Talking to your doctor, psychologist or dietitian is strongly recommended. Now that I've finished blabbing about food and eating disorders, we can move on with the other protagonist of this episode, sport. According to a poll from the National Alliance for Youth Sports, 
Around 70% of kids in the United States stop playing organized sports by the age of 13 because it's just not fun anymore. I find this data shocking, really. With all the types of sports and activities that exist, I cannot believe that they can't manage to find one they enjoy. When us teenagers don't engage in enough physical activity, a series of consequences start to manifest themselves. First of all, stress increases. Studies have shown that mice who exercised were better equipped to handle stressful scenarios than the inactive mice. Regular exercise relieves the stress response and counters it with the release of feel-good hormones. Then there are the mood swings. Lack of exercise can lead to a diminished sense of well-being. Vigorous aerobic exercise stimulates your body to release endorphins and dopamine, which helps to elevate your mood, relieve anxiety and reduce the risk of developing depression. After that, inactive teens have more difficulties falling asleep and staying asleep. Not enough sleep can cause attention problems, inconsistent performance, short-term memory loss and delays in response times. When teenagers exercise regularly, they find it's much easier to maintain regular and healthy sleep patterns. Exercise boosts brain power and improves academic results. Also, research proves that moderate activity increases brain functions, cognition and academic performance. When there's a shortage of physical activity, happens the exact opposite. As you can clearly see, sport provides nothing but benefits to you as a person. Children and adolescents aged between 5 and 17 years should do at least an average of 16 minutes per day of moderate to vigorous intensity, mostly aerobic physical activity across the week. Should incorporate vigorous intensity aerobic activities as well as those that strengthen muscle and bone at least three days a week. It may sound hard, you might think that you don't have enough time to worry about sport because you have to study so much for school, but after everything I told you, I'm sure that everyone can find a little amount of time to spend by moving your body and having fun, maybe also with some friends. Sport, a balanced nutrition, you must engage a healthier lifestyle for yourself. If you're eating the right food and keeping fit, your body will be strong and help you cope with stress and also fight illness. Doing this now will help you stay in good health later in life. So don't be lazy, do it for you, do it for your confidence, do it because you love it, but do it. And that's it for today, I really hope you enjoyed and that I gave you a little sparkle of motivation to be healthier and consequently happier. Thank you so much! Bye.